Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E-Society podcast, and this is Mask Society. We're here to cover episode four. We already did our first episode where we covered the first three episodes of season three. Here today, we're going to talk about episode four. Like I said, this is the start of a whole new set of masks, the series B of the mass singer so before i go any further it's my co-host it's jade hi guys all right let's get right into it uh don't expect this episode to be as long as last time but we decided to add a fun new little twist in where we're gonna cover each performance of tonight and we haven't seen who uh, lost the episode we're gonna make our guess who lost the episode who's about to be unmasked and then do a live reveal see who it is and as soon as it's revealed who it is we're gonna pause it and then finish off the episode so should be a lot of fun uh hopefully you're enjoying the show too so from this point on uh spoiler for season three episode four the mass singer but let's get right into it uh the new contestants this week we got frog elephant kitty taco mouse and banana uh right off the bat i w- couldn't wait to see uh, banana's performance ever since they revealed what the costumes were for the season i thought that was one of my favorite i really liked the way taco looked uh, so, yeah, those are my two favorites from look. I thought Frog had a really interesting, uh, smooth criminal look. Uh, just from initial impression, who were you the most excited to see, though, Jade? Um, I like the two girls who were new, who were introduced as a part of the new group, um, the mouse and the kitty. I thought they were super cute and adorable. Um, and is it the, the mouse that I really like? She has the... So she's a mouse, but she also has like a garden fairy princess fluffy dress type of vibe, and I really like that. I feel like that's something similar that I would do if I ever had the chance to do something like this. So, and her voices, all, all their voices are great, but yeah, I particularly like hers. All right. All right. Go ahead. Also, this episode, is it airing tonight or did it already air? Well, the way that, well, by the time you hear this, it'll actually be a few days after it airs. So, I mean, uh, we are watching it uh, on the stream. Uh, so we didn't watching it night of Wednesday, but uh, it goes up the day after on Hulu. So you can watch, uh, I think, all the episodes of Mass Singer, at least season, all of season two, I know, is up there. I don't know about season one, if it's still up there, but uh, yeah, the first four episodes of season three are up on hulu right now so uh that's how we got it going that's how we got it paused and uh yeah let's get right into the performances the performance that kicked off the night was frog doing mc hammer's can't touch this what did you think about this performance oh yeah no all the performances are always like really fun and cool if not fun you know obviously they're like more emotional um this one was um uh, he had really good uh, dance chore- choreography, I thought. Uh, I thought right off the bat, it was started to be a little clear that it wasn't like a professional singer. Uh, got more of an athlete vibe, and we'll get into guesses here in a minute, but uh, you had something else to add on the Frogs performance? Right, yeah, no, I I like, I think you already mentioned that, but the whole his outfit I really liked. Yeah, smooth criminal vibe. Yeah. And as you said, like the fun dances were really cool. I guess you could talk more about that. 
Right. Yes, uh, he's definitely getting some Hammer-style dances. Shout out to the Nez, uh, biggest Hammer fan I know, representing Oakland. Um, yeah, I sent him a little clip of it, and he's like, what are the guesses, because that ain't Hammer. Well, of course, it's not Hammer. I actually haven't seen yet on this show where a performer did their own song, which is bound to come at some point, but uh, hasn't yet that I can remember. No, yeah, it's never happened. Um, I feel like if that were to occur, they'd... They might, like, either, like, immediately guess it or be, like, super off, and then when, like, imagine when the person is revealed, it's like, what the hell, you actually did your own song, and, like, we didn't even, we, like, we knew or we didn't know, like, that'd be a really weird thing to shoot, I think. Right, definitely. Bound to happen at some point, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Anyways, uh, The Frog uh, didn't have any guesses while it was happening, but when it came to the judges, uh... Jenny McCarthy guessed uh, she saw in the clue package something about it looked like uh, possibly uh, the uh, 90s Olympics and then so and running and whatnot and the person obviously could move rather well so I like the guess of uh, runner Michael Johnson as a guess Um, but what are you thinking if you have a guess yeah, I mean, I think it could be an athlete because of that energy with the dance and the fact that, you know, um, Nicole and Robin, they're usually pretty good about whether or not the spotting, if it's a professional singer or not. Um, or if, like, after the clue package, when they reveal all the detail about themselves after their performance, they're like, oh, like, this is like a side hobby and they actually trying to be really good, but I don't think that was the case here. And also, real quick, going back to the little previous conversation about a person um, doing their doing their own song or like music or whatever, um, I just thought of this, and I I feel like it might have happened, but I can't be sure. I might have just made up in my head. Um, what about like someone's like kid or like someone's like relative who is like famous or something, like doing their rel- family relative song? Yeah, I could definitely see that happening, too, at some point. If it hasn't already, I don't think it has, but not that I can remember, but I could definitely see that happening. All right, so that was the frog. Let's get into the next one. Elephant. Uh, Oh, and also, before I go any further, our blind guesses on who we thought would be eliminated with the start of the night before we heard any performance, saw anything, before we started the episode. Uh, My blind guess was Elephant would be eliminated and jade's was taco uh, but that was before we saw anything and before uh we do the watch the live reveal here on the pod uh, we'll we'll have an- another guest but uh, so the second performer was elephant which did the cures friday i'm in love uh, this one to me came off as another uh, didn't didn't feel like a professional singer not that it was a bad performance uh they definitely seemed a little shy uh they didn't move too much on the stage um so uh, definitely um you know it was a little harder to figure out who they were um something that i kind of noticed and it's it's not always obvious i guess while watching this but i kind of felt this particular emotion while watching it was he um, looked like he was enjoying singing it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, uh, I mean, good performance yeah. for 
for you know what it was and i i do gotta say again um the frog's outfit very cool it was a frog that looked like he was like smooth criminal for the elephant here he kind of looked almost like technologic a little he had real sharp corners on his mask like the it wasn't like a smooth elephant it was like uh, shapely weren't his ears different too like they were like floppy elephants yeah very like rigid yeah and that's interesting i wonder if that's like on purpose or like part of like the costume designer like that's like something about like the personality or like i don't know what he does i don't know maybe i'm like overdoing it i don't know (laughs) yeah um that being said i can't remember actually who they guessed i don't know if you can but i really don't have a good guess for elephant yet I might have, I might have, I think I said this about two guys already, but I don't know why. I just got, um, wait, do you remember the clue package? Barely. Uh, I just remember he, oh, he was drumming. Oh, that's okay. I do remember one of the judges guessed, uh, uh, the politician, uh, Beto Rourke. Uh, from Texas and one of the things he was doing in the clue package was he was like drumming he wasn't drumming but he had like I think I think he had the sticks in his hand if not he was pretending to drum and then the uh, people joined him and he had said that he uh, had led a rally and it sounded like he had been to the White House and I do remember now that Jenny McCarthy thought that it was uh, Lance Armstrong the famous and then kind of disgraced uh, cyclist bicycle rider Right, yeah, that's a good guess. It's funny, I I know that was, like, a whole big event with him, like, oh, like, being disgraced and everything, but me being kind of young, I actually didn't know a lot about it. This is me going off, but I'm weird, little little, little tidbit, but um, when I had a French class in college, um... She taught us all about that because, like, cycling is a big there, big thing there, and obviously Tour de France, and there's, like, a whole thing, and I think it was even a question on an exam at one point, like, oh, who it is, who, who like, was it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that guy, yeah, so it could be him, I, I think I go along with you and Jenny, yeah. Right. Okay, uh, on to our third contestant, Kitty, singing, uh... Dangerous Woman. Who is this song by again? Ariana Grande, Dad. Well, I was unfamiliar with it personally, so I couldn't speak to that. But uh, Kitty, uh, full of energy. She was on the shorter side, right? Um, yeah, she was scor- sh- short, sorry. But she was super, like, tiny, skinny, that type of thing. Like, yeah, very yeah. Um, active and... Bubbly, uh, seemed excited to be there. Uh, good performance, I thought. Uh, oh, yeah. Cool outfit, uh, the kitty. Uh, how would you describe, like, I don't know, she's got the cat head. It's One eye is a different color than the other. Which I remember, sorry, yeah, I remember seeing that even before, I think it was before the show started, I noticed that, and I was like, ooh, is that a clue? Like, does she have, like, Probably. two different eye colors? Like, the hella cool. I always wanted that anyway. Um, yeah, no, but I really like the performance. Um, it... I noticed immediately because I I knew the song immediately when it came when it started. Um, you definitely have to have a voice to sing that song, and so yeah, I thought it was really great. Um, I knew even before I saw the performance and I heard her voice that I was gonna like her, um, and yeah, she totally delivered on that. Um, as far as her costume, like you said, it is like she is a kitty. Um, 
she kind of looks like our cat, honestly, the coloring <laughs> a little bit. But um, she has like a, I think one of the girl, one of the girl judges mentioned it, but kind of like a burlesque vibe with like um, a diamond top or dress or type of thing, shiny, you know, like ooh, fancy type of vibe. And then one of the guesses was uh, from Burlesque, right? Do you remember who they guessed? Yeah, actually, um, it was uh, Julianne Huff. I know she was a uh, winner on Dancing with the Stars, I want to say. And then she was in the remake of Footloose, which I remember watching. Um, yeah, I I could definitely see if it was her, because... I know that she has a um, a background history of dancing, but it'd be pleasant. I'd be pleasantly surprised to find out that she could sing like this, because yeah, it'd be cool. Right, and I do get that kind of vibe where it really could be either way. It could be somebody that came from singing or not. Like you said, um, to to take on the song, you definitely had to um, be able to. Yeah. But doesn't necessarily mean she's a professional singer. Yeah, no, and she said that um, as her, like, uh, post-performance clue was this is something that she's not very known well for. So that's why I agree in thinking that it could be her because she's more known for her dancing. Right. So, yeah, we will see. I think Kitty is safe, but we'll get more to that uh, in a second when we do the live reveal. The next character to perform was Taco. And like I said up front, this was one of the ones I was the most excited for. And I got to say right off the bat, um, really surprised because um, they did. The judges picked up that it might be an older performer when it came out, but it wasn't like he was moving that that slow. So I felt like it could have been anything. But then the song starts and he ends up doing uh, Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon. So uh, a very uh, classic performance. It was really cool. Uh, he had the uh, the other like security who plays along in a lot of the clue packages uh, were behind him. And they gave me a vibe. Uh, if you ever remember, if you, you're that old enough, if you're like me uh, in my 40s, you'll remember the old McDonald's commercials, Mac Tonight and like the moon that sang. They kind of gave me that vibe. So that was kind of cool. But I love the tacos costume. I think it's such a cool, unique outfit. Uh, both these food based ones I'm loving. But yeah, uh, great performance and uh, really hard to say who it was. The two things that he seemed to tip off in the clue package led me to think before I even heard his voice that it was Tim Allen because uh, he said something about Last Man Standing and then he said something about like To Infinity and Beyond, you know? So uh, if it, 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 I'm pretty sure it's not Tim Allen, but he like may be close to Tim Allen in some way. So, uh, but other than that, I really have no guess. Uh, the one I like the most is he guessed it before. He guessed it uh, last season with the skeleton Paul Schaefer. Uh, Ken Jong thought it was Martin Short, and now he's doubling down and thinks it's Martin Short this time, and I like that guess. But uh, I went on for a while there, but what's your overall view on the taco? I'm trying to remember. I should really write these down like you do. I'll do better, I promise. 
But what was... Do you remember Robin's guess? Because I liked his. Uh, what was yeah. his guess? Oh, Regis Philbin. Yeah, and I had you say his name like three times, and I couldn't remember for the life of me. I'm sorry. I know he's hella famous. But yeah, no, I think it's him. Um, I kind of get that vibe. Just like, I don't know, randomly like hearing his voice sometimes. And um, I know both grandparents sometimes randomly watch stuff of his. Um, as for the taco, I... It was a... Sorry, I wish my memory... <laughs> my brain is, like, going crazy right now. The song was the Sinatra song? Yeah. yeah. Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yay. I, I, don't, I don't think anyone has done a Sinatra song before, and so, like... That always makes me happy because I'm a big Frank Sinatra fan. Like, if you know me, like, all day, every day, like, type of thing. Like, no matter what mood I'm in, like, I'll immediately go to Frank Sinatra. Um, I think he's classic and smooth, and I think the performance was good. Um, I don't remember anything, like, quite standing out. Like, I don't remember any, like, big dance moves. Obviously, if the guy's older, like, he seems, you're not going to be, like... Busting a move or anything like that, but yeah. I, I know like the that... background, like I said, the moons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute, yeah. Right. All right. Uh, the next performance we had was Mouse singing Get Here by Oletta Adams. I uh, gotta be honest, uh, I was not familiar with this song. Uh, the mouse, uh, like Jade said at the top of the program, has a cool look. It's a mouse, but she also has like a garden fairy style to her. So uh, really cute outfit. I really think it's uh, well done. I love all the outfits. Uh, like I said on the first episode of Mass Society, that's one of my favorite things about the show. Um, the singing is secondary for me. I love the outfits and I love guessing who these people are, even though uh, you know, it's probably like one out of four uh, that I'm even close on guessing, but that's part of the fun of it. So, like I said, the mouse song uh, Get Here by Oletta Adams, good performance, uh, gave off the impression that it was uh, a legend, a legacy type singer, uh, one of the, the go to throughout the three seasons. One of the guesses that they always get, and Robin Thicke guessed it again this time, was Dion Warwick. So I feel like uh, they're going to keep guessing, you know, certain people till they get, you know, crossed off the list. Season one, Gladys Knight, you know, they locked into that. Uh, Chaka Khan earlier this season. So, you know, uh, I can't remember. The, the leg there was legacy people in season two also, yeah. but not coming to me right off the top of my head. But what do you think about uh, the mouse? Oh, yeah, no, I thought, yeah, I thought she was adorable. Um, did notice that she was older just by, like, the, even the way she still, like, walked out when you first saw her. Um, yeah, except for that's what I wanted to get your reaction on. And this could be true. Could it be a throw off? One of Ken Jong's guesses was Maya Rudolph. And while I'm totally positive it's not, uh, what about that idea that they're trying to throw the judges off? Very possible, but still, I don't think it's Maya Rudolph. Um, it's possible that there could be a throw off, but I, 
in some aspects, especially like when you're singing, I feel like it could be hard. Even if you're like, oh, like trained to do that, like it's hard to like switch on, you know? Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna sing in this other like tone, especially something that's like aged, you know? Right. Seal tried, but eventually he couldn't hide yeah. his voice uh-huh. anymore, and it became obvious. Yeah. So. And even in, even in the beginning, like you kind of like had that thought, like, oh, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you could kind of get that hint, and I don't feel that with this. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I'm not sure who it is. I do think it is someone um, legendary. It's interesting. I think that term legendary, like, the quality of their voice and how much, like, it ages and how much, like, I don't know, timeless it can be, like, considered and, you know, how wise they are. And all of that, um, I think it's funny you you mentioned um, like oh like they're always in like have these common guesses, yeah. and in my head I was thinking like what if it's like season eight and they're just waiting for that person for to come to come on the show like yeah. please like it's our like last season like you got to do it and like yeah. two people know and then it's finally yeah. Um, and Jamie Foxx. Right. <laughs> Waiting for him. It's like freaking season two, no, season ten, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but um, what what was your what was your guess again? Uh, I guess Dionne Warwick. I'll, I'm going to go with All that because right. I don't have a good yeah. guess. Yeah, I don't have, I'm, I'm going to leave it blank, actually. I'm just sure, going to sure. put in the title of legend because that's, that's my, that's what I get. Right. And now on to the final performance of the night, the long-awaited banana. Uh, this was the outfit I was most excited to see this season. Uh, I was really excited just to see the outfit in the lead-up to the season when they did, were starting to do the reveals. And this outfit looked so cool. But uh, I got to say, when they came out, real, real lot of, lots of energy, real bouncy. And even in the Clue package, they were giving off uh, hangover vibes. And then the big one that, uh, that a bunch of them caught was there is a blue collar, which makes you think blue collar comedy tour. And as soon as the performance started, it was uh, Elvis's uh, Little Less Conversation, a very interesting take on it. Um, I didn't, I didn't get, definitely didn't get singer vibe, but then it was interesting that Robin Thicke said uh, he was trying to do Elvis, but at the same time, very, very weird, very talky kind of performance, a little less conversation, a little more action, you know, he wasn't, maybe even I was singing too much, like he was really, I don't want to say flat, but uh I definitely didn't get professional singer vibe. Uh, I'm hoping he moves on so we can see more, and I love the outfit, but uh, I think he's definitely um, in danger. He could be on the bubble here, but we'll give our guests on who we think here in a second. Um, Yeah, I guess I won't talk about my guest right now. I don't know. Usually when I have a guest, like, I don't have, like, a specific name. I just have, like, a category. I'm like, oh, like, maybe it's someone who does this. Like, anyway. Um, something cute that I thought about Banana's performance was in the background, um, there's a, you know, there's a big screen and everything, and you can control whatever is on it for your performance. And on the Bananas, um, there was, like, a jack- jackpot. Uh, slot machine. Slot machine. I'm, I go to casinos. I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, clearly. Um, 
but yeah, so there's a slot machine, and throughout the performance, you know, it was like you pull the little lever. It's like you pull the lever, and then you like see like different images like every couple seconds, and like halfway through the performance or whatever, it was um all uh, four of the judges, and I thought that was cute, and I was like, oh, that's like yay, like I like that. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I guess. Oh, it's interesting that you said, like, the whole Robin said, sorry, that um, he was trying to sound like Elvis, because I feel like if if you're not, like, focusing on presenting your voice, like, I know that I do this, and I'm wondering if other people do, and it's interesting that that was kind of the vibe with this, was that you, when you have a song, and it's popular, and you like it, and you, you know the lyrics, you'll try and, like, sound like the person who's singing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, if it's, like, a... I don't know, like a Michael Jackson song. Like, I'll try and sound like Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he definitely, he could be doing that. But uh, I definitely like, I can't remember the name they guessed, but they did guess a member of the uh, Blue Collar Comedy Tour. I know that uh, uh, Jeff Foxworthy is known to take part in that and Larry the Cable Guy, but they guessed another guy I was unfamiliar with. But uh, uh, like Nez always says, uh, you you uh, blue collar comedy tour fans are probably yelling at me right now. Sorry, but I'm not 100 percent, you know, right. knowing. But yeah, I mean, shout out to him because uh, he was the one I was most excited to see. And uh, even though the performance, you know, is on the, the, the lesser side, uh, I hope he can make it to next week because I, I just want to see more of the banana. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And. I know we talked about this last episode, but yeah, that's the whole, the whole idea of the show is that, yeah, it's called The Mass Singer, so obviously, you know, whoever's going to win is going to have good singing skills, but it's cool that, you know, that's not always part of it. It's about their performance and how, like, excited you are, and I think the banana delivered on that. Um, as far as my guess, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, the clue package and me focusing too much on that. I honestly think it is, so I'm probably going to immediately switch to this, but it felt like, um, I got, like, weird, like rocker vibes like partying and stuff like that and like hanging out and drumming and hooking up with girls or something like that yeah he did he did say a lot about the hangover Uh uh-huh definitely felt like a throw-off clue because ken Ken is in the the hangover hangover. so you want to throw them off right thinking you know like oh like maybe but yeah and it has been in the past where like the judges have known don't the, know them, yeah. Known the people and they like don't even guess, so yeah. Like Robin Thicke doing five songs with Lil Wayne and having no idea, and then Ken, Ken Jong, his TV, TV sister, sister um, not recognizing her. But uh, all right, yes, that was all the performances, and uh, good, we have plenty of time left on this episode, so we can uh, get the live reaction now. But before we get into that, any uh, any final thoughts before we get into our, our in cycle here? What we're going to do is uh, play it, and then as soon as it's revealed, we'll stop, um, say anything else we have to, and then we'll just do the unmasking, and then we'll stop again and finish off the episode. So, But anything else before we get into that? Okay, do you want me to guess who it's going to be? Yes, yes, let's let's go ahead and do okay. the guesses right now. Right now, for me, uh, I think I'm going to stick with what I guessed at the beginning, and I think Elephant will be eliminated. Okay, uh, I'm going to switch from the taco to the banana. Okay, yes, I could see it, like I said. I feel like... Uh, 
he's definitely at risk here. So, all right, let's get in to the live reveal. You can hear our reactions. elephant and i got it right yes the banana lives another day i had a feeling um i love elephant's costume but i didn't feel like he was gave a whole lot to the performance it was uh, once again uh the cures friday i'm in love so poor elephant Poor elephant, no. Can it just be one of like can can we like make like a new show where like no one gets eliminated and everyone just has a good time? Like they like they can all get revealed at the last episode and be like, hey, it's you, hey, it's you. Like let's just all do that. Like it's fine. Yeah. And while uh, I'm excited the banana goes on to another episode, I'd be shocked if the banana can survive this group. That's what you said about White Tiger. That's what I said about White Tiger. It still blows my mind. How did Gronk, that's what I'm positive it is, how did he beat out Little Wayne and Shaka Khan? Unbelievable. I remember watching that scene and like him, you could just tell, even behind the mask, he was like, oh damn, I really really did that. Oh no. Like, (laughs) Yeah, but that being said, I do got to give him credit because his, his energy and his performance Performance uh, paid off. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It's not all about the the voice and the. This isn't the voice. This isn't just all about singing talent. This is, you know, about performance. So uh, cool to see. Which is why I said I think that may have cost Elephant. Elephant didn't leave a big impression, you know. And I think that cost him. So let's find out who the elephant is. But before we uh, do that, uh, what were the. Guesses again on who the elephant was? Um, you know, my mind is drawing a blank and I don't want dead air, so I'm just going to keep on talking until you think of something. Uh. Yeah, uh, the elephant, they guessed uh, Lance Armstrong was a guess for him. Uh, right. Beto O'Rourke. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with that. I'm going to go with Beto. I'll go with Lance to make it interesting. All right, let's see who it was. I like how some of them, they get help, you know. Oh, and they're doing trunks up for the elephant. Pause, 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 pause. Sorry. No, I just thought of that because it's, um, I know we've talked about it before and I like this idea that for every animal, or even if they're not an animal, for every performer, um, they, the audience and the judges, they create like a little hand gesture to like support and like cheer. That's fun. Or like when, you know, they're, they're being about to be unmasked, they're like, oh, like elephant trunk, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, just to reiterate, because it's on screen for me right now, um, it really does look cool. Uh, like I said, it's a, like a, it's almost like a robotic ele- elephant, and it has a lot of my favorite color, orange. Uh, the tusks have a lot of orange in it. The ears are outlined by orange. It's got orange eyes. And then he's got almost like a like what looks like a safety vest, like a construction worker's vest on. So. Um, it... 
this elephant, not gonna lie, like, I love all the performers, and I'm sure they're, like, great people, but it looks kind of evil. <laughs> like, just from this angle, because we're paused right now, and, like, I don't know, like, it feels like something in, like, a movie, like, a kid's movie, like, oh, like, it's, like, the ultimate villain or something, like, <laughs> an elephant. <laughs> right. Yeah, um... That being said, let's get into who this is. Like I said, going with Beto O'Rourke. Jade's going with Lance Armstrong. We're going to get the final guesses from the panel first. Yep, Jenny's sticking with her Lance Armstrong guess. This is who I'm going with. Ken's guess. Oh, he's trying to throw it off. Yeah, Beto O'Rourke. That's who I'm going with. Even though that's interesting, because, yeah, the elephant is for Republicans, for the GOP, and, yeah, so... So, Steve Aoki is Nicole's guest. And finally, Robin's guess. The drummer held up his drumsticks inside of an X. Yeah. So I'm thinking X games. I'm going to go with Travis Pastrana, the champion. Travis Pastrana. The uh, whole X games thing, and he did uh, Nitro Circus. So here we go. Love this. Uh, it's so exciting. It, 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 even in season three, the way they, uh, who are you, starts to play. Take it off. Take it off, take it off, take it. And he's struggling, he's struggling. Who is it? Here it comes, here it comes. Tony Hawk! Oh my God, we didn't know. It's the legend. The biggest skateboarder of all time. Oh, man. I, I, I kind of want Nez to watch this now. Hopefully he doesn't listen this far. I should tell him just watch this episode. Uh, it's, 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 it's hard, maybe. I'm sure. Uh, shout out, Nez. I'm sure you'll listen to this. But yes, wow. Uh, not even close. I mean, well, I mean, I guess that uh, you could say Lance Armstrong is close to Tony Hawk. Eh, kind of. But they did they did get close with the X Games and Travis Pastrana. The Robin's guess was the closest, right. but uh, yeah, wow, awesome, so That's cool. So funny, no, it's okay. Honestly, it's crazy, like how much I use Tony's Hawk's name, like as just like a random thing, like because okay, back in college, um, a lot of my friends have skateboards and stuff like that, and so like oh, like I'll make a joke, like oh, like. When we're talking about like tricks and stuff like that, I'm like, well, you're not Tony Hawk. So, and they're like, yeah, you're right. I can't talk like that. And so it's just, it's so cool that, you know, 
he's up for doing a show like this. Um, and his his song was "My Memory Is Terrible." I need to work on it. Friday, yeah, I'm in love. I wow, I didn't get that vibe. No. no. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You could tell. You know, it's interesting though. Being the skater he is, yes, I'm sure, you know, he's a little more age now, but yeah. I'm still surprised he wasn't more mobile. Yeah. He was a little, you know, surprisingly slower, you know, than you would expect Tony Hawk to be. But, uh, yeah, awesome. How uh, old is he? Uh, Got to be at least in his 50s. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, let's see what else he has to say before we bring this episode to a wrap. costume is like that it kind of has it kind of looks a little bit like that you know yeah they didn't give away the skateboarder thing because it would have given it away which Yeah, it, uh, Tony Hawk says he only had another song in him, and uh, he, he didn't think he could go much further, but that's cool. That's awesome that he did it, and uh, yeah, they'll continue to next week. Here's a taste of what Tony Hawk sound like. Okay, well, no, not here. We're not uh, getting into Lego Masters, but Lego Masters is the next show after The Mass Singer, so. Yeah, wow. It's going to bug me, but Tony Hawk's voice, like singing voice, sounds like someone else. And I can't tell if it's someone else I know or just like someone famous, but it doesn't sound like him, and it's really weird. Yeah. Also, um... The one of the I like how they when their person is revealed they explain the clue package. Right, right, and yeah, you don't want to put uh, skateboarding. skateboarding in yeah, there. no, it'd be um, so obvious. Even if you put any kind of skateboarding in there, they like would have guessed. Yeah. Um. Well, the one of the clues was something about it, like a birdhouse and how it was the name. That's of the, his, name of the, the name of the company. company. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was an awesome episode. Uh, Season 3, Episode 4, a brand new six-pack, Group B kickoff. So, yeah, uh, I think that'll just about do it for this episode. Any final thoughts for him before we head out? Long live Kitty. Yes, I hope so. I'm glad uh, that uh, the banana uh, lives for another episode, but like I said earlier, I'd be surprised if he'll be able to make it out of this six. So, uh, uh, got a favorite out of this group? One that you're, you're positive is moving on? Kitty. Kitty? Yeah, I could see that. Kitty and Frog. Yeah. 
to me, there isn't anybody that's like as rock solid as I felt the turtle was in Group A. I still, after hearing now uh, this, the, the, all of the Group A and Group B, I still feel like uh, turtle is still the favorite. Right, and so there's going to be another group after. After this, they're going to do they're going to do two more episodes with this group, and then the three. Uh, uh, three of three will be eliminated, and then three move on, okay. and so there'll be six into the what they're calling the Super Nine, okay. and then we'll start the final group. Oh, okay, so the fun. Okay, yeah, I get that now. For some reason, I thought there was gonna be like another group of new performers. There will be, but yeah, there will be. Yes, there's th- three. So there's groups. so there's okay. Wait, so what you're saying is there's people in costume who we haven't seen yet. Yes. Oh, okay, I just want to make that clear. Okay, cool. Um, no, but I'm saying, like, this is just me, like, oh, like, hopeful wishing, but it'd be cool if something that they did in the show, and I know they did it for, I can't remember if they did it for season one, but I know what they did for season two, I'm pretty sure, was, like, kind of, like, the competition, the duet, the duet competition, or, like, the mashups and stuff like that. I think that'd be cool to see, because I, like, people's voices, like, if you put them together, especially, like, as well as some of these people can sing, like, oof, this pretty please. I, I, I think you're, I think you're on the right track. I think we might see that at some point where, where contestants are paired up right. and they, you know, live whatever on the, the, the dual performance, uh, which I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, did something like they paired, uh, turtle with white tiger where you've got the strongest performer with one of the weaker performers you know but yeah that's that might be a good team right and okay i wonder this is like this is all future speculation like nothing's in stone but if they were to do that obviously you'd think if they're not gonna like do it like oh right off the bat you have to practice beforehand and if the two of them together were practicing, like, if each other has a guess about one another because they're, like, up and close with them then, I'm like, ooh, like, that'd be cool. Like, not that they're going to say anything, but, like, if we, like, got to know that after. Like, oh, like, when we practice, like, I noticed this about so-and-so. Like, you know, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, on that note, I think that'll bring this episode of Masked Society sorry, to a close. Uh, had a lot of fun with this one. I think the live reveal is a, a fun way to do this. It reminds me of uh, in my NBA check-ins how I would watch the end of playoff games, and that paid off twice last year. I got to witness both Damian Lillard's uh, series winner walk-off and Kawhi Leonard's series winner walk-off. So... Uh, kind of a fun way to do that for mass singers so you know one of the cool things about seeing your journey with podcasting is how well you've gotten about like commentary and particularly you know i've seen it like maybe like once or twice with basketball is how quick and good you are at it and i think it's really cool and um it's a skill that not a, not a lot of people have and it's awesome to see that you've acquired it Oh, thank you. And yeah, once again, I got a shout out to Lenez. I wouldn't be doing this without him. You know, I listened to pods, but it wasn't till uh, he started the MacNez podcast and then we started our own pod that we decided to do this. So, yeah, um, 
I guess that will do it. Yeah, a little bit of a long-winded inning. But yeah, we'll be back with more Mass Society uh, for the second episode of this uh, Group B, uh, episode five of season three. We'll be back next week with that. And uh, looking forward to it. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode uh, on E-Society, on both the Anchor and the main show, the Magnus Podcast Network. We got a lot going on. Uh, got a new Clone Wars show in the works. Uh, Clone Wars is returning to Disney Plus tomorrow, so uh, we're going to do a little something for that. Uh, I got a new NBA check-in in the works, a little uh, post-All-Star edition. And uh, we got a brand new uh, full episode up on uh, the MacNez Podcast Network. Search Skater, S-K-8-T-E-R is the easy way to find that. And then, of course, everything here on Anchor. Uh, just thanks, everybody. Um, yeah, uh, ready to head out? Yeah, let's do it. All right, until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society. <laughs>